The second chapter of Luke not only tells the famous Christmas story and the coming of the shepherds to see the Christ child, but it also tells us of the first recorded words that Jesus spoke. And they were not Abba or Amma. They're in the temple at Jerusalem when Jesus was 12 years old. And what I'm reading is a couple of verses before his first words, which you remember were, why were you looking for me? Luke 2, 47 and 48. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. These are some astonishing times. Do you know someone who's 12 years old? Do you remember when you were 12 years old, maybe? Can you imagine yourself, 12 years old, coming onto campus, going up to Ingram, into the seminary classroom, and they're amazing everyone with your understanding and answers. Well, that's about what Jesus did when he was 12. Of course, Joseph and Mary were astonished to see him there. The people in the temple were amazed at what he was doing there. Joseph and Mary went up to the feast of the Passover in Jerusalem every year. So it did not astonish them that Jesus was there. They likely took it for granted he would be in Jerusalem with them. It had been a long time since those Christmas angels had sent the shepherds or since the Christmas star had sent the wise men. Jesus did not go around performing miracles despite the legends that have arisen. So it would have been quite easy to forget that he had a special purpose in life. He was an obedient and helpful son in the family, so responsible that Joseph and Mary did not bother to call him when they left the temple. If they had, they would naturally, if they ever had to seek him there, that's the first place they would have gone. But no, they just assumed that he was with the group that headed for Galilee after the Passover. At the end of the day, they began looking for him among relatives and acquaintances. That was natural enough. We look for Jesus in the usual places, don't we? Especially at holiday times like Christmas or Easter, we treasure those moments when the family and friends get together and he is with us. Of course, a get-together in itself does not always involve Jesus. As we can see at New Year's, Super Bowl, many parties to which he is not always invited. When Joseph and Mary got back to Jerusalem, they must have looked in all the normal places to find a youthful young man. 
No doubt many things in, in Jerusalem had interested Jesus, and it was only natural to look for him in those places of pleasant memories and interests, but he wasn't there. We know that we can be close to God in many places, many different places. We know that we don't have to be in chapel or in church for Jesus to be with us always, even to the end of the world. He seeks us everywhere. But when we are seeking him, where should we look? Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Joseph and Mary were astonished to find Jesus in the temple where the word of God was taught. They suffered much, as any parent might know, because they first looked around town for days. And we will suffer unnecessarily if we first try to find him around town, in the philosophy, food, or feelings of the day. We can take his word with us among relatives, friends, and around town, but it must be his word where we find Jesus. My sheep hear my voice. But his parents were not the only ones astonished when they saw him. And when the people in the temple saw the 12-year-old Jesus and what he was doing, they were amazed. He was hearing the teachers of the Bible, something we sometimes can't find time to do. He was at it for three days. And we sometimes have trouble con concentrating for 20 minutes or even 10. He was an active hearing person, not just in one ear and out the other, but with questions, seeking answers. Questions like, how does this apply to me? And there was certainly much in the Passover that did apply to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. But we find it a lot easier because of our sinful human nature to challenge God with our questions rather than to apply his word to ourselves. Rather than seek answers, our questions tend by that nature to sound more like, oh yeah, even when we don't say it out loud. The people were amazed at Jesus' understanding, but even more amazing is that he wanted to understand, not just to pick out things that fit into his own ideas of how God ought to operate. They were amazed at Jesus' answers. How often aren't we more ready to apologize for God than to have an answer for those who ask a reason of the hope that's in us? But most amazing of all, was that Jesus was occupied with the word. He was hearing, he was asking, he was understanding, he was answering, and he was still obedient to his parents. 
most amazing of all, that he was all of this for us. All that he did is written by our names in the book of life. For the Father's business was to seek and to save us. For us he was born, for us he was given life, for us he laid down that life. And that makes the most astonishing thing of all, his great love for us, doesn't it? Amen. Hymn 399, stanzas 3, 5, and 6. 399, 3, 5, 6.